Hey guys, my name is Matthew Pfeiffer. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Toxic Triumph. I'm very excited about this new season, and I'm also extremely excited about, about this episode with Lee Hammock. He goes by Mental Healness on TikTok, and we met on TikTok, and you're going to gain a lot of perspective from him because he is a diagnosed narcissist. So you're going to learn about narcissism from an actual narcissist. And so it is very rare that you get to talk to someone who has actually been diagnosed, who is self-aware and is going to speak from a narcissist perspective. Looking forward to this episode and I will talk to you soon. Thank you guys very much for joining Toxic to Triumph. We are excited about our new season, and I'm excited about my very first guest of the season. As you guys can see, I have new equipment, and um, we have not only visual this year, but we'll also, we also have the audio version. So if you're listening on uh, iHeartRadio or uh, another form or another platform, you can also see the visual. Uh, but I'm, a very, I'm very excited about um, the, the guest that I have with me today. I have Lee Hammock. Uh, those of you who follow me and him on TikTok, he goes by Mental Healness. What is unique about uh, Lee is that he is a diagnosed narcissist. And so for those of you who know and follow um, my podcast and follow everything that I do, uh, you know that we talk about narcissism quite often. We talk about it uh, very frequently and talk about toxic behavior, but it's very rare that we actually have someone that is diagnosed with narcissism, uh, not only on this show, but just overall. Um, it's not very common for someone to be able to be forthcoming about, um, about what they have gone through, their experience, uh, their therapy, and uh, as much as I've seen with Lee. So I'm excited to have him on. And so uh, thank you, Lee, for joining us today on Toxic Triumph. And if you want to just introduce yourself and let us know a little bit about you and a little bit about where you're at, and we can go from there. Well, appreciate you having me on, Matt. Uh, big, big fan of yours. You're like one of my, uh, my, my faves on TikTok. <laughs> I appreciate it. I feel like, um, like you're one of the, like the, the genuine people on there. You know, some people on there are just kind of. A little iffy, well, or not, but like, I feel like you, you are you. You bring the comedy to the mental, the mental health stuff like that. You do the videos, and you know, I can see like you, you, you're helping a lot of people. So uh, I like that. Um, for, for those who don't know me, like I said, mental illness. Um, I'm 35 years old, uh, father of two, one on the way. Oh man, <laughs> I didn't know. Congratulations. Yeah, I got one, one on the way. Do, do in uh, the end of January. And, okay, so that's uh, coming up quick. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's so I have two boys. So now my my my, my last one is uh -huh. a girl. So I'm just like God. <laughs> so, well, with, with that being said, um, you know what is life in the what's the life like in terms of uh, parenting? And um, I, I know the minute that you said that you were having a, having a baby, and that's the first time I I don't know if you did a video on on that, but I didn't see it. I didn't know anything about it. Yeah. But it's very common for a narcissist to see, uh, you know, their, their pregnant wife and see that as competition. How, what has that, have you had that experience? Is that something that you relate to? Obviously every, every, everyone's situation is very, very different. So it's just <laughs> competition. I would, I don't, I, I don't know. Cause that made me think. <laughs> cause like when you said, cause I do videos, on like literally everything, you know what I mean? Uh, but I haven't, like I do lives on, I do lives. I think people that are on my lives know that I'm having a baby, you know what I mean? But mm -hmm. I just haven't done a video on it, which is kind of weird of me that you say that. So it could be some, some competition down there. <laughs> to be fair, you're usually answering other people's questions in your video, yeah. right? So if they don't, if we don't know, we're not asking. And typically people are asking questions based off of their own experience as well. Yeah. Uh, so we wouldn't see it in the videos, but just, you know, behind, behind the scenes or like in everyday life, like what is, what's, what's the day in the life like, um, you know, for, for Lee Hammett? Uh, so I'm a real estate agent. So time is, you mean, I'm always on a, I feel like I'm always on a, on a time crunch and it, 
a lot of times it annoys me that I'm not in control of my full day because, you know, like I'm also, I just also recently bought a, a laundromat in High Point, North Carolina. It, it is just, you know, the laundromat is a good investment, but it, it actually made me start to like dislike people more <laughs> mm-hmm. because me and my partner, we bought the laundromat with hopes of like, because it, it's in like a, a, a you know, not, what's the best word to use? It's in a hood. You mean it's a laundromat? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, and it's near a homeless shelter, it's near a soup kitchen, it's near all of that type of stuff. You know what I mean? So I, our goal was to like, you know what, we're going to get this laundromat good. We're going to give back to the homeless people. And the homeless people are just like the people who pushing, who are like making it tough. Uh-huh. <laughs> just doing like, and it's just like, like, y'all are just killing me. You know what I mean? It makes you angry towards homeless people because like what is brought to my attention is like there's a different difference between homeless people and bums. You I mean, homeless mm-hmm. people are people who are just like, dang, I don't have a home, but I'm still going to try to work or whatever. I'm still trying to save my money. I'm still going to do whatever it takes to get to my next step. A bum is somebody who just lays out there on, like literally lays out there in a sleep, sleeping bag in a parking spot mm-hmm. and doesn't try. I'm like, how? And it's just, I don't know. It just makes me question my, my humanity sometimes, my, the way I think of them. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to circle back to that here in a second because uh, you, you, you mentioned how angry they make you and uh, obviously, uh, you have been in therapy for quite some time. From what I know, at least three years. From when I, from what I yeah. remember watching your videos, right? And so, uh, tell me, like, what was like narcissistic rage like prior, and like, what's what would you say is different now, if anything? So, prior to it, I, I can give you a little backstory to it because, like, every time you know, every time I meet a girl or whatever, I would take them around the family and whatnot. My cousins, my family members, I always tell them, it's like, hey, he's a great person. He's, he's like, he's hilarious. He's going to make you laugh. He's going to do this. But, like, when you get him mad, you probably not going to like him anymore. And, of course, people will take that as, like, of course, the girls will take that as a joke. Like, oh, he's, he's cool. He's cool. But then, like, when I get mad, it's like, whoa. You know, it's like, it's, it's, it's scary because, like, back in the day, like, when I get to that point, because I'm, I'm, I would consider myself typically, like, reserved. So I'm just kind of chill. Most of the time, I just I'm are you, laid. Are you back. more of a Are you more of a covert narcissist? Yeah, yeah. I would I would say that people. I, I guess it's hard for people to, to believe that because I'm like I'm just naturally shy and stuff like that. You mean unless I start drinking and you mean unless people push the right buttons. When people push too many buttons and kind of set it off, it's just like blackout. You know what I mean? Yeah. It gets to the point where, like, it's kind of like when I used to rage out. I would say four or five years ago, when I used to rage out on my, on my current wife, it used to be like, I don't know, it'd be like an out of body experience. It'd be like, you know, I would like my own consciousness would take a step back to whatever was taking over. It'd be screaming, throwing stuff. I would never hit her or anything like that, but it'd be screaming, throwing stuff, just trying to just overall intimidate her and put her down. And you mean just to, whatever the topic was we were arguing about, just to get off that topic and put it all on, you mean, on her. And it was just bad because I would be like me personally, I would be watching it like from my own subconscious, but there's literally nothing I could do about it. I'm like, well, this is bad. And then when I would come down from the rage or whatever, she would leave or I would go downstairs or to a room or something, or I would leave. I'll be embarrassed. I was like, what the hell was that? You know what I mean? Like that got way out of hand. I was like, why? You know, and I was starting to question myself to the point where it would, it would get to the point where I was like, you know what? she did deserve that. Like you were in the right, you know, I was just justified in myself. I'm like, I was right. <laughs> and I know that, that there's a, it's very, uh, I get a lot of these questions. I'm sure you do too. Um, where people ask, are you consciously doing it or is it a subconscious thing where you just are, are unaware? Um, you know, can you run through that a little bit about whether or not like you are consciously like projecting or if you just subconsciously if it's just something that's just randomly happening and then you just don't realize it till later on um so i would know in my 30s so I, I would feel it coming i was like i'm about to say some craziness and i was like i don't need to say this so i'll just try to walk away or whatever and she was just antagonizing 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 and, like, and then once it gets started there was nothing i could do to, to, to stop it so it was just like it would have to play itself out it would get to the point where anyway, I I was conscious up to it. And, you know, most of the time, the, I would say most of the time, the, the rages that I would get into were like 
justified on her end. It, it would be a justified argument that we needed to have that did that didn't need to get to that point. <laughs> it was just, you know, it'd be a lot of stuff that was left un, un like unsaid and unspoken about that we if we would have just talked about in that moment, it wouldn't have got worse three weeks later. You know what I mean? Yeah. If we address it right then and there, there'll be no there'll be no need for the rage. You know what I mean? We can just have a decent conversation about it. But <laughs> once it like boop, there was like nothing like I don't know. It's like I was like I say it's like, it's an out of body experience. It, it was just like it would just happen, and then <laughs> it would there's like <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of hard to explain. Like I knew it was coming. I knew when I was doing it. But like when while it was happening, it was just like an out of body experience. It was just like well. so you, would you describe it as like you just would just kind of like shut down? Like you would kind of just black out and just yeah, you know, and then you know, yeah. you know just go so, from there. Yeah, sometimes I would like goodness right. Sometimes it would get to the point where I would I wouldn't necessarily call it a blackout because you know. You remember how it got there, but you wouldn't remember what you said sometimes. Sometimes, because, like, I don't know, every time I, you store, I would store up bad stuff to say just in case, you know, I needed to protect myself against her anyway. So a lot of that stuff would just come out in blurbs and yelling and screaming and cussing and stuff like that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it was just, and I, and she would tell me later on, like, you said this and this and this. I'm like, I'm like oh my God, you know what I mean? <laughs> I didn't, I shouldn't have said it, but like in that moment, I feel like it needed to be said, but like it didn't though. It didn't need to get to that point. It was just like, it's just, I don't know. This is ragey. <laughs> when, when, uh, when you would get to that point uh, and after, like you said that uh, there was a lot uh, or you knew, or she would bring things up that, that you said, mm-hmm. um, what would happen from there? Was there, would you, would, would, is this where like the gaslighting would begin and then you would just start projecting and start denying? Like, what did that look like for you? She would, she would say stuff like, oh, I, I, well, you, when we were arguing last time, you were screaming at me, you, you said this and this and this. And I was like, well, I don't like, I wouldn't say anything like that to hurt you. I don't know. You might've misheard me or whatever, or you just took it the wrong way, but I didn't, you know, it would be super gaslighting. Like, well, I wouldn't like, I know I was mad in that moment, but like, I don't, I wouldn't say anything like that. Like, <laughs> This, this is evil. I'm not evil. I'm a good person. <laughs> you know, um, one of the things I appreciate about uh, your TikTok page and, you know, you being very forthcoming and uh, helping out others and allowing for people to see behind the curtain of narcissism, things like that, uh, it, you know, I, is the genuineness, right? But which is unique when we're talking about a diagnosed narcissist. And I, I think that it catches a lot of people off guard, obviously, right? Because of people's experience with narcissism, um, you know, and tell me a little bit about your journey. Like, how did we get to this point of actually being diagnosed and actually taking the initiative of not only just going up there, because a lot of, the, a lot of narcissists will go, but they won't stay. You know, you're three years into this journey. Like, how did, how did we get here? What, what was different? with Lee versus other people? So I'm always, you know, like it just in a narcissist mindset, it's never like trying to level with somebody. It's always trying to be better. You know what I mean? It's always trying to one up the next person. It's always like some, some kind of, I mean, just competitive nature overall anyway. So just like when I started reading about narcissistic personality disorder and things like that, I was just like, damn, that's just terrible. You know what I mean? I was like, you don't want to be that. You know what I mean? Like in my mind, I was like, wait, what and I listen to a lot of Tony Robbins. I was telling you, like Tony Robbins is like, you know, he's like, you don't have to be that way. And I was just like, don't I don't, you know? I just like, there's no cure to it. But like, going to therapy has made me. I want to be like the best narcissist. You know what I mean? So it's like competition with other people, with other narcissists. You know what I mean? Because I know like they, a lot of people on TikTok is like, well, you're the only self-aware narcissist I know of. Like, I was in a group on Facebook with like thousands of them. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> like thousands, I was like, "Whoa!" You know, it's just like it's like a community on there. And one of those rage. This is how I got to that point, though. One of those rage arguments turned into like my wife had went to work or whatever, and my son was like, "I think it wasn't quite one yet or whatever." And he was just like, "It was just I just had a bad day," and I was just yelling and screaming at both my kids and whatever, you know. 
she came home and just happened. She had happened to come home early and just me yelling at my son for crying. And she was, we got kind of going back and forth, you know. She's like, it's so hard. I live with a narcissist. You know, I didn't know what it was. You know, I, I thought narcissist was somebody that was just like full of themselves. You know what I mean? I was like, you know, I was like, you're a narcissist. Like, if anybody's a narcissist in this house, it's you. Like, I don't like you're the vain one. You know what I mean? So, yeah. <laughs> so I kind of threw it back at her. And then she like took my son to left. You know what I mean? Went to her friend's house or whatnot. And I'm just furious. I'm like, what the hell is like? Is there something wrong with being a narcissist? I, I just like it's you just, to protect yourself. Like, like I'm not no, no terrible looking person. So like, I I guess I can see why people think I'm a narcissist. But I started looking it up. Like when you start type typing in narcissist in Google, like the it, you know how Google auto fills like uh-huh. personality disorder. I'm like, huh? So I hit. <laughs> so, you know, I just I just completed this thing, and it's like, wait. And I started reading into it. It's like, oh, you know, <laughs> sorry, I'm close to home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I started reading more and more to it, and like you kind of start like looking at your old relationships and stuff. Like, oh my, <laughs> and it's just like it, it hits you all at once. You know, you see all that stuff. You like, and most of this, most of the literature written on narcissists is from people that have been abused by narcissists. Or, I mean, or psychologists that write about their experience dealing with narcissist abuse abuse victims so it's all kind of like negative on narcissists because you don't you don't want to be that you're like i don't want to have npd that's not me you know what I mean? so i told her i looked it up i was like look i looked it up or whatever like yeah it sounds a little like me but i say it sounds a little like both of us uh-huh. you know what <laughs> i'm willing to go to therapy to just prove it's not me Right. But uh, you, you, uh, from what I remember on one of your videos, you said that when you initially went to therapy, it was really just, uh, you, you said it was typical, um, narcissist manipulation from what I remember yeah. your videos, right? Uh, yeah. You weren't planning was, on staying. No, no, I was just going to go to, I thought, you know, I, just, I don't know, mental health and therapy is not like, you know, I mean, big in, in, in our community anyway. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I just need one session and I'll be fine. You know, you're gonna tell me everything that's going on and I just go, you know, I can take it home and, and be done with it. But you know, so when a, f- a few months went by and we kept getting arguments. So I said, what happened to therapy? And then she threatened to leave again. I was like, okay, well, let's go. So I looked on, I got on psychology today. Um, and I just, you know, put in narcissist personality disorder on there. And I found, I mean, just went, I went through, went through there just trying to figure out who I can talk to. And I was just saying, I mean, and I just pick, I'm like, I'm going to pick this one. This is close to my job or whatever. And I can just pick her and set the appointment or whatever. And it just, yeah. I just remember going to my first therapy appointment and she's like, so at 31 years old, what are you doing here? And I just start crying. I was like, why am I crying? You might as well couldn't figure it out. Like, why the hell am I crying right now? It was just weird. <laughs> right. So like, why are you, she's like, what, what, what was that? I was like, I was like, literally, I don't know. And then it's just, I've been with the same therapist for like, three plus years you know and people ask me to, to say like, will you try to switch or whatever i was like nah i, like, I just nah, i like her because mm-hmm. she don't be like she don't to me uh, like, i don't know i like strong women i feel like she's a strong woman and like mm-hmm. she'll talk about your bullshit it's like that that sounds like some bullshit tomorrow and i'm like okay you know what, I mean? right. <laughs> what and how and how did that diagnosis actually how did she because you know, from, from what I understand, whenever, uh, you know, whenever I would provide therapy for, um, back when I did accept narcissists, they, you know, you, you have to build a rapport first before you get there, right? Because of exactly, exactly what you said, yeah. you know, you, you know, when you get home, you start looking up NPD and you start seeing, you know, a, a lot of the, a lot of the traits and you start and people can kind of, kind of come unglued and start to come unraveled if you're not careful. Right. So was, um, was that your experience? Did she build a rapport? Did, um, you know, did it take a few sessions for her to let you know that it was NPD or what was that like? It was a, it was a few sessions. It wasn't, it wasn't the very first session, my phone. It wasn't the very first session by any means. It, it took a few sessions for her to mention that. Cause she was like, it, for, I was like, I don't, she's like, yeah. Cause I, you know, you put on psychology today, you have to put in the reason why you want to come. I was like, my wife said this. And they're like, man, I looked it up and it kind of fit, it kind of fit both of us. And I just wanted to make sure it's not me. And I went in there and then we just got to talking. I just, I know, I just felt comfortable with her. You know, she, she did build a rapport to the point where like, I felt like I could talk to her and not be judged. And that's the reason like I, my whole life, I haven't really, spoken to most people because like you don't want to tell them what's going on in your head because like 
they'll judge you. Like, I don't want to be judged. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but you're trying to use it like, how do you feel about that? How do you feel about that, Lee? I'm like, um, same way he feels. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> mm-hmm. you don't want to be judged or whatever. But like, I feel like I could just, you know, I'm going I'm to I'm I'm share a little secret with her to see what she says. And I told her, and she was like, oh, okay. It's like, you know, I can understand why you did that. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I told her about the screaming and the craziness. And she was like, Damn, and she's just be real with me. I was like, well, I can, I can deal with her. You know what I mean? Right, absolutely. I, and, and did she come I, straight out and say it was NPD when she told you? Or, or yeah, yeah. She, she, <laughs> it took, you know, she was actually like, it was just, it's, it's uncomfortable with me to get personal with people. You know what I mean? Yeah. She, she was asking me all these like weird questions and like had me like answering questions on those questionnaires and stuff like that. So I didn't know she was testing me or anything like that. But then she told me she was like, yeah, it. She's like, yeah, it's gonna be this. I'm like, really? Like, in me thinking, I'm like, oh, so it's a mental illness. Like, I guess you can take pills and stuff like that. Like, you know, I don't know drugs. Like, right. I, could take, I could take Valium or whatever. You know, it's Xanax. It feel better. <laughs> and, and for for the audience, for the people listening, just to be just to be clear, there is no cure for narcissism, and there's also um, there's not there's no medication for it either, right? So, uh, and um, and and I'll, I'll I'll throw this question to you. Um, here in a second, but just for the audience, people who are listening, people who are watching, you know, um, for a narcissist to begin to uh, recognize and for for them to become self-aware, you know, it's a lot of like coping strategies and it's a lot of uh, not only therapy, like like what Lee's talking about, um, but um, I mean, and you're very open about this, it takes a lot of fucking work. It's hard, right? I mean, you've been pretty open in your videos about like, yeah, to this day and today was, today was rough this morning, you know, when I was getting prepared and things like that, you knew that it was going to be a rough day. And what, what, what is, what is that like? Like, uh, you know, do you just feel like this overwhelming feeling? Does it like, uh, you know, a lot of people, you know, on the codependent side, you know, they will talk about like, they feel overwhelmed, right? Because they haven't set enough boundaries and then all of a sudden they pop. Uh, what is it like for you um, on, on your end of the on your your end of the spectrum when it comes to like I can tell this is a rough day and I, I maybe I need to get into therapy or get back to like self love like what does that look like for you? So I feel like I call it like a, a brain the way I, the way I describe it now is I call it like a, a monthly brain dump because that's typically how how often I go between therapy sessions like a month mm-hmm. I be like I just build up build up build up build up build up build up. And I need, I go to therapy and like dump it all out, you know, because like every day, you know, it's just kind of like, is a, I feel, I was, I feel, I would say like every day is a different battle, you know, waking up and trying to figure out how you will feel like a, you mean just enough, like, am I, am I going to be enough to take care of my family? Am I going to be enough to make it through the day? Like, and then like a lot of those self-defeating, it's like mostly self-defeating stuff. Like when you wake up, it's just like, you know what, just sleep an extra hour. You don't have anything to do anyway. Like, what, what's the point of going, getting, getting to work early? Like, you're not, not going to make any extra money. You're not going to make, you mean, not going have any extra ideas. You just close your eyes and go back to sleep for a little while. And then, you know, and I do that and I wake up, I was like, I just wasted an extra hour of my life. I just wasted an hour I could have spent doing something productive. So my day automatically starts off bad like that. Trying to fight that, you know, trying to fight I don't know, trying to fight the urges in the back of my brain to not do anything, to not, I mean, I would say like waking up with NPD is like having an internal battle every single day to like just be, to just like exist. I'm like, okay, what what do I need to do today to exist? You mean, because some days I just don't feel like doing anything. I just repost some old videos on TikTok. Like, I don't like getting on TikTok, you know, um, or doing anything. I was like, I'm not even going to work. Like sometimes I don't even leave the house. <laughs> I'll be in the house all day. And I think a lot of people are listening would say that, you know, they can relate to that where, you know, uh, I think that for them, they would listen to what you just said and say, I can relate to that, you know, um, and I can already hear people, they're saying two things. Um, maybe I have NPD, right? Yeah. When they hear like, you know, I just don't want to do anything today and I just want to have a lazy day, that sort of thing. And part two to that, I think a lot of people are listening to that and, and saying to themselves, uh, Lee sounds like a normal guy. Where, where would you say that the difference is like between like when you have those moments, right? What would happen if you kind of like let go and if you weren't, if you weren't aware, what would happen when you 
allowed those thoughts to kind of fester and kind of take control. So if those thoughts, see, this is what, that's, that's why I've kind of, my brain kind of goes to the left. I was trying to explain it. Cause I, I, I've said that on, on TikTok before and people were like, sort of like, that just sounds like me. That sounds like, am I a narcissist? They, they asked those questions. I was like, nah, it's like, how do I put this into words? Like, it's, you know, I like me personally, I know I can get up. I know I can do what I, whatever I need to do. But it's like a thought in the back of my head. It's like a different person. It's like somebody else in my head is like, you know what? Don't do that. And then like sometimes, sometimes like it's like battling a, like a, a self demon. Like sometimes I win and sometimes he, he does or it does. So I'll be like, oh, let me get up. I'm going to get up and do this. Like even just getting up doing the smallest thing, like I'll get up and do 10 push-ups. And that'll make the difference in my day. I'm like, okay, I did 10 push-ups. So I can make this phone call. Or I can get him back and do a video. And I can just, yeah, I can exist. And it's just like, some days I just feel like, like it's not, I wouldn't say anything kind of like suicidal thoughts or anything like that. Sometimes you just feel like, like, why am I even here? And it's like, why, why do I need to exist? Like, who needs me? You know? And then the, the self-awareness part kicks in. Like, well, you got kids, you got a wife, you have a baby on the way. You know, there's people that need you. And that's why like, I like TikTok because I feel like, People on TikTok need me. So let me make a video. You know, so I get up early in the morning and do a video or something like that. I might not post it right then and there, but I'll just do something to to feel alive, to feel like a human because it's just, you know, 90, I would say 90% of my thoughts are like self-defeating, like 90% of them. It's just like, and just the little 10% is, is not self-defeating, but it's just like existing. <laughs> it's just like, wake up and just, you mean just just fight yourself today. It, it's, it's, just, it's, a, it's just tough, you know what I mean? And then once you do get the day started, like you're like, okay, I'm up out of the bed, I'm breathing, I'm walking around, I'm doing my, like, I'm, I'm a human again, I'm, I'm alive. And then <laughs> something else will bring you back down. Something little, it wouldn't even be anything major. It'd be like something stupid. Like somebody make a phone call that I don't feel like talking to. I'm like, this is calling me today and I got to talk, deal with this shit. And it's like, you know what? Then the wife will walk in and say, she's like, hey, how, how you doing this morning? I'm fucking fine. How you doing? You mean? <laughs> right. so, so you're popping off on things. So it sounds like in that situation, it's something small can cause a narcissistic injury. Yeah. Right. And then all of a sudden you're popping off on someone for something that they had nothing to do with. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like she's like, she walk into the house and just say something. I'd be like, what the, like, I'm cleaning. Like, what do you want? Like, it, and I would always tell her that she come home nagging. I'm like, why are you nagging? She's like, I'm just, I wasn't nagging. I was just asking how your day went. Like, but it sounded like you were nagging. Like, how's your day? It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't upbeat enough. Like, how was your day? You know what I mean? <laughs> It'd be like the little stupid stuff, and just I don't know. It just the mind works weird. You know what I mean? And I was. I'll, I'll be trying to like battle myself throughout the day, and like I feel like having like the personality disorder is never feeling like you can do enough. And I think people always ask me, can you love? Can you be happy or whatever? And I was like, you have to explain what love is to me. You mean, because like, I've read so much about what love is. Like, what is love? And people are like, love is, they give me the, the biblical definition of like, love is kind. Love is God is love. That's not, yeah. Yeah. I was like, okay, then why, like, why are all these Christians out here trying to murder people? I'm like, the God, it, I mean, I, it, it confuses me. I'm like, so I had to take what Simon Sinek said. Simon Sinek explained love to me so good and emotion so good. I was like, that's how I feel. You know, it's like love is like a chemical reaction in the brain that you feel stronger for this person than you do for that person. And, you know, because I, I listen to a lot of Simon Sinek's like, um, like his videos on YouTube or whatever. He'll ask a, a husband and a wife why they love each other. Like, hey, he's like, hey, woman, why do you love your husband? And she'll be like, well, he's so kind, he's sweet, he just gets me, and he's handsome or whatever. And Simon Sinek says, like, I'm all those things, too. I can be kind to you. You don't, Do you love me? She's like, no. He's right. like, why not? <laughs> and he's like, I'm everything you just described him as. Like, why don't you love me? He's like, you see, it's a chemical reaction. And then I was like, oh, I get that. So they, they kind of resonate with me as well. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm always you're, in self-betterment. You're pretty big on, um, you know, I, I've heard you – um, really, I mean, and there's been people I know that have uh, trolled you saying that, you know, how does it feel to not have a soul? How does it feel not to not have feelings? Those sorts of things. Uh, yeah. And, you know, that, that seems to really get to you. What, what the, you know, um, tell me more about that. I mean, there's that and other common myths that you might hear that, 
that just are not true, not factual that, you know, that people are just come at you with? Yeah. So I, when I first started my page, people were like, like super coming at me and people would send me messages, whatever. You know, they'll be like, uh, I appreciate what you're doing or whatever. Just kind of be careful because there's a lot of like, they call them like uh, narc, narc hunters on here and they're going to come for you and they're going to like, because they've been hurt. They're hurt people and, they, and then they're going to come for you. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm like, I'm like but I, I'm not their husband. I'm not their uh, their wife or whatever. So I'm fine. And then I, I would get those messages and those, uh, I haven't got any bad messages. It's like always the comments. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I was like, and I appreciate all the good comments. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I like this ego boost. I'm getting good comments. I'm like, yeah, good comment, good comment, good comment. And then like you scroll to the bottom, like, what's it like not having a soul? I'm like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just like little, little, little. They they digging at me because I didn't. I don't, I don't know if this is most narcissists or just me. It's just like I like when people like me. I don't like being not liked unless you mean. And it just kind of gets in my nerves when people put this put that stuff on there. I'm like. So Which I think is interesting because I know a lot of narcissists, they, I mean, it's, it's common knowledge that narcissists like attention for mm. narcissistic supply, but some don't care if it's good attention or bad attention, which is the reason why some of them will fuck up a holiday or a birthday yeah. and not really, not really care. Have you had that experience that, you know, or was that just not your thing? Uh, holiday seasons have like literally always been tough for me i just don't get into the holidays like right now it's like i don't know i've, I've been seeing people like a few other creators on here like it's narc season you know man like mm-hmm. what is narc season you know what i mean i listen i watch the videos and listen i'm like you know what that's true you know because like holidays you know i just i don't know i just like i don't know i just understand I, I want to like conceptualize like why people like let's get together and eat turkey and this is like why you know i was like why do this? Like, we can do this any day of the week, any day of the year. Like, why today? You know, I was just like, and it's not centered around something that I do because I don't cook on Thanksgiving or anything like that. I'm just hanging out. So I'm just like, it just makes me feel weird for Thanksgiving. And then Christmas is just like, give, 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 give. And I was like, and I never want to receive anything. I just like giving and making people happy because people are like, what do you want? What do you want? That's my wife. So like, what do you want for Christmas? They're like, just give me some socks. I'm like, I don't know, socks or whatever. And put a pack of socks under the tree or something like that and Halloween and you know just stuff like that I just don't like I just don't get into them I just I, I don't really care for them and like and I would unintentionally I feel like it was unintentional I would ruin a lot of holidays just by not participating like as you can see I just put my son up back upstairs I would sit down here and mm-hmm. uh, my wife would have our family over here and maybe upstairs and I'd be just down here just doing nothing you know? uh, I think a lot of people who listen to this can you know they know exactly what you're talking about and they you know because I've heard and I've talked to a lot of people I work with that will say, like, you know, that that's exactly what the narcissist that, that they're dealing with would do, right? Their birthdays, holidays, vacations, you know, they just isolate themselves. And then when you try to try to get them out of their cave, that's when they experience the narcissistic rage. And then all of a sudden, all hell breaks loose for whatever holiday, whatever uh, situation it is. Is that, is that what it was like for in, in your situation too? Yeah, because it, it, I'm like, because me personally, like, this is before I was aware. You know what I mean? I would just separate myself away from everybody. I was like, I don't be around all this, 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 these greetings and talking and all this stuff. Like, I just, I mean, because people, they, you know, people get drunk and drinking and stuff like that. They just start asking all personal questions. Like, I'm not trying to get very personal with these people. So I go downstairs and get away from everybody or just kind of separate myself. And my wife be like, why are you down here? I'm like, I'm just hanging out. Like, I'm, I'll be back up there in a second. And she's like, well, everybody's up here asking about you. Like, don't tell them not to worry about me then. Like, why are they so worried about me? They don't need me up there. They got you. Just talk to you. And just be a necessary, like, scream fight fest and stuff like that. So nowadays, when I, I'll see myself coming downstairs. I'm like, I'm like, let's go upstairs. Like, uh, let me just go upstairs and sit down. <laughs> Even though I don't care for it, I would do it because it just alleviates the pressure on her. Like, because people don't have to ask questions. Right. And I don't have to be annoyed. You mean, because, like, that is, I feel like it sounds like it's about her, but it's still about me. Because, like, uh, okay, if I go sit upstairs for 20 minutes, I won't, she won't have to come downstairs and get on my nerves. I don't have to get mad at her. So I can just remain calm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Does your, does your wife participate in therapy with you? No, no, we've done uh, some marriage counseling before. Uh-huh. But we haven't done, like, not any, like, solo therapy sessions or anything like that. You know what I mean? Did you do any therapy sessions with her um, before you were aware? Did you guys do any marriage? No? Okay. Uh-uh. No, this is, like, 
the I mean, even after I've been aware of it, like she's left me before. Because like uh-huh. I think I think people get I think people assume because she's came back and they because it's hard to get your whole story in sixty seconds. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I told, she hasn't left just once. She probably left like two or three times. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Even after I've been aware, even after I've been in therapy, like she left this year. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know what I mean? I started, I started my TikTok in in May, and she left. She just came home at the end of April. <laughs> okay. So I don't think people knew that. Like people are like she left and whatever. So I think they assume that she's been she had been gone and we've been like just living this perfect coexistence for the last few years like now it's been like a couple months you know what I mean? yeah because uh, like and, and you just kind of know i was like i just you know i'm just disinterested in this in this life and this relationship or whatever and it i mean you just care about it but like i just it's like that's nothing i can do and then like come home i drop my drop my oldest son off come home he's like she's gone like everything's gone and i'm just like mm, you know right when uh, when she, when she leaves, do you do you Hoover? Does like what does that look like? I know that's very that's very common. I, and and you know I know it's a burning question for people people listening. Yeah. Right? Um, what does that look like for you? So that's what people like I said. That's what I think people are always asking like I would like to hear your wife's point of view and how she feels about this. Like I I I, I, I tell them I'm like I don't feel like there's any kind of information that she can give you outside of just dealing with a narcissist on a normal basis because. I tell people like I'm 100% still a narcissist. I'm, I'm the, the Hoover is just different because I, because as as aware as I am of myself and how I do in my personality disorder, so is she, mm-hmm. you know. So she knows it's coming. So she's like, I guess you can anticipate it or whatever. But like, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna change. I'm back in therapy. I mean, I'm in therapy now. I'm gonna go to therapy. Go. We can do marriage counseling. We can do whatever it takes to to get you home. You know what I mean? And I know her ticks so like okay she, she doesn't want to be bombarded by text messages don't mean to stalk her and i'm like that. even though i know where she is i'm not gonna stalk her i'm not gonna pop up on her you know mm-hmm. i'm just gonna give her a space but not give her a space at the same time you know because right. we have a kid together it's like i can use a kid you know i can use uh, my son i'm like well when you drop kingston off like i'll be cool you know drop him off i'm like hey mommy can come home so i'll just say little stuff you know he's like Mommy be home soon. You know, you won't have to get dropped off anymore. You know, just little, right. little, little stuff. You know, you just put it in her head and got her to come back home. You know, and I, I commit to, I want to commit to change. But I can see myself even now. I'm slipping back into the sometimes non-affectionate person that I was. And I'm like, God, I ain't hold her or talk to her today. I'm like, uh, and it just annoys me because I can, I know it now. Like back in the day, I was like, man, who cares? You know, we married. She's not going anywhere. But now I'm just like, she's left before. <laughs> let me let me go upstairs and talk to her for a second. Let me make a, a decent effort. And I, I people think it's because of her. It's more because of me. It's like, I have to do this because I don't want to, I mean, I don't have to start over and do anything like that. I mean, she's, I feel like she's the right person for me. So I, I don't want to start over and do all the stuff. I do all the stuff I tell people I would do on TikTok. I was, I would do that. I'm like, I don't want, I don't want to do that. You know, I don't want to bring people to court for custody battles and, do silly stuff like that and just be the person that y'all that people pretty much know I am. I was like, I just want to be, I want to be different. So I'm gonna commit to being different. I don't want to be in the, in that pool of narcissists that have abused and treated people badly, even though I've done that before, not, not physical, but like mental and stuff like that. I don't want to be in that pool. I just want to, I want to be on my own little Island. So when people pop up nowadays and they see my page and they's like, Hey, and they'll do a video like, Hey, you know what? I have that personality disorder as well. Or, hey, I have borderline personality disorder with narcissistic traits. I'm like, let me watch you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, one of the things about her that I love about her and I love about uh, yourself, and it's actually um, caused me to reel things in a bit as well, is not demonizing uh, the disorder, right? And I've been trying to, I've been personally trying to be more aware of that as well knowing that there are aware narcissists out there, there's people with, uh, that are struggling with BPD, mm. um, and understanding that there's a big difference between the disorder and abuse, that we yeah. can demonize abuse, we should demonize abuse, um, but when we start demonizing the actual disorder, we could, be, uh, we could be separating people who might be willing to, to come forth for therapy. Uh, what what has been your what what was your experience like with that when you or or when being an aware narcissist, looking at creators, looking at um, it doesn't even have to be on TikTok, but just in general when people demonize narcissism and um, and personality disorders as a whole. So I, I feel like when you 
and I, 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 <laughs> I try to understand why people demonize other people. I was like, I get it. You know what I mean? I like people have hurt people and beat people and abused people and you may know, just the most malicious, evil people on the planet. And because that person did, did that to you, you feel like everybody else who has that mental illness is the exact same way. But I always feel like, you know, so if you demonize the mental illness, which I, which, like I said, which I, I've seen, you know, when I, when I Googled it and I looked it up and I do, I read the literature, it's all narcissists don't have souls. They don't, they don't have empathy. They don't care about you. They don't care about themselves. I saw, I saw one dude like, if you're having sex with a narcissist, he's really having sex with himself. I was like, what? <laughs> and people were like, co sign up. Like, that's the weirdest video I've seen. You know what I mean? I was like, what? <laughs> And, I was and, like, and there, there's a, there's also a very big difference between someone who's aware and someone who is not aware, right? Yeah. Like, you know, someone might experience yeah. something like that. And, you know, because I do know that, you know, narcissists uh, can weaponize intimacy and weaponize sex and things like that. There are some that might enjoy it, right? And, and they don't cheat or they don't step out, but they will uh, use other forms of manipulation. They just may not use, um, you know, that particular narcissist may not use sex as, as their uh, way of devaluating and things like that. So what, 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 go ahead, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, you know, you good, you good. That's what I'm saying, I, like, I just like, everybody has a different perspective and like, which is, which is interesting because like, I said, I like seeing new creators on, on all different platforms, like with their own perspective. Um, but just some people are just like, when they just out to like, just attack that, attack the disorder and just not that, just not the person that did it. It just, I feel like it might set people back from getting help. You know what I mean? Like when I read all that stuff, I'm like, oh, that's, I'm, am I, am I evil? You know, I was like, am, I'm really a bad, like, I feel like, I feel like, I feel like I'm a good person. It, it just causes conflict in your brain. Like, I'm like, I thought I was a good person. I, I like to help people. You know, I'm like, I might do this and that, but like, but this, like I said, this, this doctor said I was, you mean, I said I was evil. <laughs> you know what I mean? Said, I don't, I don't, I don't have this and that. So it's kind of, it's, it kind of makes you not want to get therapy because like, there's no, like I say, again, there's no cure or anything like that. But those, those groups of those groups that I was in on Facebook with the person out the disorder, it kind of makes you feel like there's other people out there like you like, okay. Like, so there is kind of hope because these people are living normal lives and I mean, wife and kids, some of the people are on there are evil though. Like I left the group because some of them, they were, they were invite me to like deeper groups, like subgroups. Like it's a big group of like ten thousand people. And then they invite me to a group with one thousand. Then they invite me to a group with a hundred. And a hundred was like sociopaths. I'm like, wait, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> like, that ain't me. <laughs> and, and so on, on the flip side, on one hand, we don't want to demonize it, but on the other hand, we recognize that uh, there are some people that just really actually won't change. Yeah. Right. And one that's one of the things you know. I, I've watched your videos for and followed your page for a while before, like we actually reached out and connected and things like that because yeah. I wanted to make sure. That, that was that was the case that this this was genuine yeah right? and you know because uh you know major when we talk about a majority right especially when we start getting on those levels of sociopath malignant narcissist things like that yeah. um you know the likelihood of them changing uh is very very small right and one of the things i appreciated about your page is that uh, you speak the truth about that right and so uh, you know, one of the biggest questions I think a lot of people are going to have is like, how how do they know and how do they tell the difference? So, I, so there's just such a small percentage of people that actually just want to get help and want to try to actually be a better person. It's crazy because I've done videos on this before. They're like, one of my very good friends is like a, a malignant narcissist. Uh -huh. and I, I mean, I'm super intrigued by him. You know, I was just talking to him before I got out here. <laughs> yeah. And he has no want to change. He doesn't see anything wrong with what he's doing. Like he's successful. He's doing what he wants to do. You know, he's got money. He's you know, got a family, whatever. I mean, even though he does little wild stuff, you mean, he, he, he has his vices and he's like super malignant, but he's like, what, what is therapy going to make me do? You mean, I, if, I, if I go to therapy, I'll, I'll be calmer and not, not be a go getter anymore and stuff like that. So he's like, I'm just, you mean, I'm going to live my life. So people, I think I feel like I've always known something was going on with my head, but like you can't put a name to it, you can't put a thought to it. So like if you if you can't acknowledge if you, I don't know I've had a, a bunch of people reach out to me in my inbox and say, "Man, this sounds like me. What can I do?" And I tell them, "Like, look, go to therapy and just 
see. You know what I mean? Just, just test it out. Right. Don't, like, if you Google it, you might get discouraged. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> just go, like, go, go, like, you can Google it, but, like, go to therapy for and talk to somebody. You know I, mean? I had one guy reach out to me recently. He's like, man, I just got diagnosed. Like, I don't know what to do. I'm, I'm, what am I going to do? Yeah. And absolutely. some people, some, most people take that diagnosis. Well, not most. Like, some people take that diagnosis and actually get worse. They're like, okay, well, I'm, I'm a narcissist. Because there's no cure, because there's no notification, and they, they just, yeah. you know, just run with it, right? What do I do? Like, what, okay, I, there's, what do I, there's no life for me now? It's like, well, I'm just going to stir into the skin. Now now I have an excuse to why I'm, you know, I have personality disorder, so this is what I do. You know, if you chose to be here, I can, and me, I can do that now. <laughs> I, I actually find uh, a, a lot of people I talk to, a lot of people I work with, uh, the narcissist will actually go get a false diagnosis of, um, of bipolar or PTSD or something along those lines. They'll get some other diagnosis and then they will manipulate and use that say like, well, hey, I'm bipolar. Hey, I'm this and use that as an excuse for their bad behavior and use that as an excuse for uh, their abuse. Right. And so I've seen that, seen that before as well, where, you know, so it definitely can happen on the other end where they get diagnosis of narcissism and they're like, oh, fuck it. Like, who cares? Like, I'm, you know, there's no cure for it. So either put up with it or shut up and and so i could definitely see that in the other direction as well i'm not i'm, I'm not trying to diminish ptsd or like bipolar or anything like no. that i feel like people would people would do that to get sympathy yeah. like hey i'm a narcissist like ah you know what I mean? people like don't like that you may be like no. it's like look i have ptsd for my childhood and people would sympathize with you and feel sorry for you so when you do yell and scream and you might hit them they're like well, he has PTSD. His mom did this to him when he was growing up. So you feel I can I can actually understand why people do that. Cause you mean you can get the sympathy, you can play the sympathy card all the time with people. Like, well, I've been dying. I have bipolar, so you know, she shouldn't have said that to me. Yeah, <laughs> you mean, absolutely. She shouldn't have said that to me. And this is why I am. So if you choose to stay, everything that happens to you is on you. It's not yeah. on me because I can't control myself. You know I have bipolar. And <laughs> you know I have PTSD and that stuff triggers me. And I can I can understand that you mean, but I like people ask me all the time like like since you know that you're a narcissist like would you change it like I, I don't know if I would change it now you know because like I don't like see I don't think there's anything wrong with how I am as a person like yes yeah, something might be a disconnect or some kind of trauma that I suffer you mean or whatever but like I don't feel like I feel like I'm a I can be a good person with the personality disorder I can like change the stigma not only to like the men and women who have been abused by narcissists they they're, they're, all that stuff they say is valid but like the goal of my page was originally originally to and it still is to get more people into therapy so you don't feel bad about having something that's wrong with you that you cannot control right and that's why i, I still stick to that to this day even though even though the content is kind of if you scroll back to the beginning of my page it was the content was kind of it, it was still the same but it was like a little different it's more geared towards therapy than actually validate people's feelings and stuff like that but then people will see me messages like uh what's your um one mama's battle you know yeah. uh you know she's one, that's one of my favorite pages because like she's like messing me like the first my first day on tiktok you know yeah. <laughs> but, uh and i feel like she's a genuine like genuinely good person and she was just like and she kind of told me she was like you can have the ability to help more people like there's probably gonna be more victims than there are narcissists so if you mm -hmm. kind of change it a little bit you can help you can help people equally yeah. because people will see you speaking as a narcissist and get that validation and people who are narcissists were like damn that sound like me you know and reach out to you and i was like that makes sense and then, and she was just so sweet about it i was like you mean she knew yeah, yeah you can't you can't tell tina no <laughs> yeah i was like she was so sweet about it i was like that makes sense. You know, I like and the way she came, like you could tell she had experience with narcissism. The way she messaged me and worded it and everything, I'm like, yeah, it's not, like, it's not disrespectful. This is like constructive. Like it, it wasn't even constructive criticism. It was like constructive, like, I don't know, this is whatever, whatever better word than criticism is. You know? right. like, this is good. I could do that. You know, so from that point on, my content has kind of like geared towards helping people, helping like everybody instead of right. just helping people get into therapy is trying to help people like validate, like, okay, what the way you feel is valid, but something is like, but something is wrong with that person that that hurt you, and right. like, and like, they need the the person that hurt you. Like you, 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 you are valid. You need to heal or whatever. You know, what I mean? but like the person that hurt you, they, they they got something going on that they need to address too. And I won't, I want to help everybody, but you know, 
sometimes it kind of gets they also have to want to help themselves right yeah 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 Yeah. people come on there and just like you're a demon i got i I got a demon comment today i was like (laughs) what i do (laughs) i mean hate it haters are gonna hate i get hater comments too i just don't i don't even address it so um well mr hammock thank you very much for your time today um and just and for um you know, and we're, we're going to have to do this again for sure because there's a lot of other questions I want to ask you. I mean, uh, a lot of people don't. Um, we recently just found out that you have a twin brother. We, you know, we haven't really dealt with oh, yeah. that very much, things like that. So, you know, but we'll we'll we'll, uh, we'll, uh, we'll, uh, we'll save that for next time. Thank you very much. Uh, and for, um, you know, we got you a gift for being on the show today. We, uh, we have this uh, self aware uh, shirt that is, uh, it's actually going to be in the uh, in uh, my merch store, but uh, I'm going to be sending this out to you as a, as a gift. So thank you very, very much. Well, bro, I really appreciate it, man. Appreciate no that. problem. Thank you. Thank you. And we'll, we'll send this out and uh, I'll consider that your Christmas gift because you're going to get it. <laughs> you know, I feel about Christmas. So I yeah. appreciate it. <laughs> no problem. I'll tell your wife to bring it down to the basement. <laughs> <laughs> appreciate it, man. Thank no you, No problem. Man. I really Talk do. Talk to you soon. All right, bye-bye. Keep your head to the sky. Spread your wings wide. Show the world you can fly, baby. Show the world you can fly. Show the world you can fly, baby. Dream big. Keep your head to the sky. Spread your wings wide. Show the world you can fly, baby. Show the world you can fly. Yeah. Show the world you can fly. Dream big. Keep your head to the sky. Spread your wings wide. Show the world you can fly, baby. Show the world you can fly. Where you can fly, dream big, keep your head to the sky. Spread your wings wide, show the world you can fly, baby. Show the world you can fly, show the world you can fly. Dream big, now the told me dream big. It's all we take with us, the things we did. Dream big, yeah. Just dream big, yeah. That's what my nana said. Dream big, what we told me dream big. It's all we take with us, the things we did. Dream big.